This is the big question, where we do our best to answer questions from young disciples at Grace Presbyterian Church, and to be at peace with the mysteries that we can't explain. I'm Pastor Mark, your host, and in this episode we have questions from Benton, Josiah, Caleb J., Joanna, Stephen, and Sam VR. First, we'll tackle a few serious questions, then we'll look at this episode's big question, and we'll wrap things up at the end with a few fun questions. Let's start with our serious questions. Our first question comes from Benton, who asks, Why did Jesus heal people in weird ways? For example, spitting on eyes to make blind people see. Also, did the leper sin when he told everyone about what Jesus did? Benton, this is a question I always wondered about, too. Jesus sometimes heals people through speech alone. And other times it happens in a more physical way, like using spit in Mark 8, or like the woman in Mark 5 who's healed by touching his clothes. Because the Bible never explains the why of these details, we can only speculate. Now, One possibility that I think we can rule out is that Jesus had to use particular techniques in order to heal these people. In other words, that some sickness he could heal by speaking, but other things required him to use spit, and so on. In other words, it's, it's not a practical need that drives these decisions of Jesus. Instead, I think Jesus heals in these ways to emphasize something that becomes important later, that healing proceeds from his physical body. It's the body of Jesus, sacrificed for us at the cross, that atones for our sins and reconciles us to God. And so, I think Jesus sometimes healed in ways that focused on his physical body to call attention to that. As far as the leper who disobeyed what Jesus told him to do, the answer is clearly yes. If Jesus tells you to do something and you do the opposite, that's obviously a sin. And we may feel that his sin is very understandable. And how could you not talk about something so amazing? And yet, it is still disobedience. And now Josiah asks, why do we hold our hands up in the benediction? Josiah Calvin once said that we lift our hands so that our hearts may be lifted up with them. And I think that really captures nicely the reason we lift our hands during the benediction. A benediction is a blessing. So when the pastor gives this blessing to the congregation, he lifts up his hands, the way people in Scripture do. And as you receive the blessing, you can raise your own hands as a gesture of receiving. I say we see people using these gestures in Scripture, but not always. So I'm not saying that these are required gestures. The hand motions naturally are not required. Uh, in other words, it's not the motion of the hands that delivers the blessing or that receives the blessing. Uh, rather, these gestures point to the spiritual reality in a similar way that postures like kneeling or standing with our heads uncovered do when we pray. These physical gestures are reminders that human beings are embodied spirits and that the physical reality matters to God as well as the spiritual. Now it's time for the big question, which comes this time from Caleb J. Let's give Caleb a round of applause. 
Here's Caleb's question. He asks, if God is a just God, why did he give us salvation? So let's start by considering the logic of this question. Human beings are sinners and God is just. Now, if that's true and the just punishment for sin is condemnation to death, which the Bible says is right, well, then why would a just God offer salvation to sinners who are, by definition, unjust? I love this question, Caleb, because the way that you're asking this question is the opposite of how a lot of people ask something very similar. Usually the question goes something like this, if God is loving, how could he condemn anyone? And then we have to talk about the justice of God and the requirements of that justice. But you've turned the question around. If God is just, why would he forgive anyone? Now that means we have to talk about something else, which is God's mercy. And honestly, that's the real question. It reminds me of something written by one of my favorite novelists, Barry Unsworth. He wrote, Wickedness is too common in the world for us to think much of why and wherefore. It is more natural to ask about the rarer thing and wonder why people sometimes do good. What well, is more natural, and yet that's not what we usually wonder about. In the same way, we typically challenge the idea of divine justice instead of trying to understand the mystery of divine mercy, which is what your question invites us to do. Well, the Westminster Confession of Faith answers this question in chapter 11, which is devoted to the doctrine of justification. Now, justification is the word for what God does when he counts you as righteous based on the righteousness of Christ. In other words, if you are united to Jesus by faith, then God judges you based on what Jesus has done rather than what you have done. And that's how salvation works. Now, in regard to this, the confession says that justification is only of free grace that both the exact justice and rich grace of God might be glorified in the justification of sinners. So let's unpack that. There are two qualities of God, two characteristics that have to be glorified or uh, testified to in justification. One of them is his exact justice, and the other one is his rich grace. God is just, and God is also merciful. And his work of salvation testifies to both of those realities. So, from the standpoint of justice, we must be holy as God is holy. Our sin falls short of that standard of perfect holiness, and so that sin must be judged. Because God is just, he doesn't just turn a blind eye to sin. We say that God shows grace to sinners. We don't mean that he changes the rules and declares that your sin is no longer sinful or that it's okay to be a sinner because God is showing mercy. Instead, because he is just, God has to do something about sin. It has to be taken care of in some way. Either he has to judge it or he has to pay for it. So let's look at two examples, the sinner who is not in union with Christ and then the sinner who is in union with Christ. If you go before God's throne of judgment, trusting in anything or anyone other than Jesus, then you're judged based on your own righteousness. And because you're a sinner, you fall short and you are justly condemned. But 
If you are a sinner in union with Christ through faith, then the obedience of Jesus is counted to you, and you are justly ruled righteous, because in Christ you are righteous. Now, that gift of righteousness from Jesus testifies to God's rich grace. So in salvation we see both the justice of God and the mercy of God being manifested. To boil all of this down, a just God doesn't save sinners by turning a blind eye to sin. A just God saves sinners by dealing with their sin. And this is why the Son, the second person of the Trinity, became a human being and fulfilled the requirements of righteousness for us. Paul refers to Jesus as a second Adam because of this. The first Adam dragged all of his people down with him into sin. But the second Adam, Jesus, lifts all his people up with him into righteousness. Now, before we close, let's look at a few fun questions. Uh, we have two questions that are very similar here, one from Joanna and one from Stephen. Joanna asks, do you think cats or dogs are smarter? I think cats are. And then Stephen asks, do you like dogs? Well, I've mentioned before that I am more of a cat person than a dog person. Maybe that's because I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert, and dogs are very outgoing, whereas cats need to have their own space, and I can relate to that. Joanna thinks cats are smarter than dogs. Maybe so, but I always think it's hard to compare all cats to all dogs. There are probably some very smart dogs out there that are smarter than some of the lesser cats. So, with that in mind, I think we have to judge these things on a case-by-case -case basis. My cat, for example, seems to think that she can overpower me. She weighs maybe four pounds, but she acts like if she runs really fast and rams my leg that she can knock me over. How smart is that? But in other ways, I would concede that she is pretty smart. Stephen asks whether I like dogs, and again, it really depends on the individual dog. Generally speaking, I don't like being licked or breathed on too hard by anyone that I've only just met. Whereas dogs, on the whole, seem to really like licking new acquaintances, so temperamentally, we're definitely not on the same page. But Stephen, I have met your dog, and I do like your dog. And now Sam VR asks, Could you preach a sermon without glasses? I'm not saying you should do it, I'm just wondering if you can. Well, Sam, to... Put your curiosity at rest, I can definitely preach a sermon without glasses, but it might be a little different from the sermon I would have preached if I'd had my glasses on. For one thing, I'd have a really hard time reading from the Bible, because to read without my glasses, I'd have to hold the page really close to my eyes, so I'd be preaching basically with the Bible right in front of my mouth, and it might make it difficult to hear what I'm saying make it really hard for me to refer not only to the text of the Bible, but also to my sermon notes as well. So I'm not sure if all of my notes would hold together as well as they would if I could refer to them more easily. But my vision is not so bad that I couldn't manage somehow. So if I show up to church one Sunday and I don't have my glasses, you can rest assured that you will still hear a sermon. It's just that while you're hearing it, you might be thinking, that guy must not be able to see very well. 
assuming that you could see me at all with my Bible held up to my nose. That's all for now. Thanks for listening to The Big Question. Remember, if we're going to find the answers, then we have to ask the questions. So never be afraid to ask and never be satisfied with easy answers. The truth will stand up to scrutiny. So until next time, keep asking the big questions.